Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back, everybody, to today's issues. That's the name of this program right here on American Family Radio. I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Vitagliano, and we thank you for listening. We're joined by Steve Jordahl. Good morning. Good morning, Brother Steve. Good morning to everybody, and good afternoon on the East Coast. Uh, we thank you for listening, and we thank uh, thank Steve for bringing the news to us this half hour. At least we guess. I'm we thank br- you. We'll, I'm bringing we'll, some we'll, news, yeah. We'll withhold that judgment. Okay. To... Uh, so what do you got, That's Steve? Fair. What do you got well, leading I, the way I, here? I know a lot of you guys have been wondering what uh, President Trump is doing to, you know, take care of his, t- his all his spare time when he's deciding between deciding whether or not he's going to run for president, running a multi-billion dollar conglomerate. Uh, he has taken up astronomy. Uh, we, not, not many people know this, but President Trump has taken up astronomy. And I want you to hear... Um, a little bit about his, uh, from, from him about astronomy. Listen to Cut 8. Welcome to Astronomy with your favorite president. These are the gas giants, okay? They call them the gas giants. They named them after the view. This is Ursa Major, okay? I call it the Big Bear. It's the, I call it the Big Dipper. It's the biggest dipper in the history, quite frankly, of dippers when you think about it. There's never been a dipper so big and... I built it with my own two hands. It's the greatest dipper the world has ever seen. Now we have the black hole, okay? And you have to be very careful. You're not supposed to say black hole because black holes matter. They're going to have a problem. But when you look at a black hole, they say it's very destructive. I say it's more destructive than Brian Stelter and an all-you-can-eat buffet, believe me. <laughs> now, what? That was not the real president. No, Trump. but it sounds pretty close. That was yeah. Sean Farage. I just, make, I just want to make sure we're clear. That was an impersonator. Yeah, every so often he right. comes out with something right. pretty good. Guys, yeah. The guy's got President Trump down. Oh, yeah. He's got the voice, the sound of the voice, the kind of mannerisms, the, the verbal mannerisms. Uh, he's got you know the expressions. He's cadence. got that down perfect. Yeah. yeah, the cadence. I mean, all of that. <clears throat> so I'm good with <clears throat> us doing, you know, every Monday – you know, you can start off your segment with a uh, something from pre- former President Trump. Uh, how do you impersonate Biden? Uh, geese. You, yeah, you throw in a bunch of geese. Come on, man. <laughs> bunch yeah. of malarkey. Uh, I don't know. I'm not good with that my, kind of thing. Did but. you see the other day our President Biden was meeting with Boris Johnson, the prime minister of Great Britain. Great Britain, yeah. And Biden has a uh, card in his hand, which was photographed by the somebody in the media. And it was a uh, uh, welcome. Uh, it was a verbatim thing of exactly what he needed to say to greet, to, to say hello. Really? Yeah, it was we- really weird. I thought, are you telling me that the President of the United States having the Prime Minister of Great Britain, who he knows well, and he has to have a card written for him so he can re- thank you for being here, Mr. Prime. Uh, uh, I mean, well, two yeah. weeks ago, he, he who was it? He forgot. It was uh, there was a oh. the fellow down under. Yeah. Oh, yeah. From <laughs> Australia, the prime minister. Yeah. So that's probably what they're trying to avoid. 
Well, you know he number. got in trouble at this uh, conference, press conference with who did he, the Indian prime minister? Um, who took who wanted to take pr- uh, questions from the press, and uh, Mr. Trump did not. Uh, Mr. Biden did not want to take questions, and so uh, he didn't take any questions. But right. when the um, the foreign dignitary that he was hosting said, "I'll take some questions," he looked over at him and whispered, "Good luck." <laughs> oh, Biden said that. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, you know the uh, the card. Anyway, I, I guess what that said to me was uh, President Biden is so bad off he can't even do a, a greeting or an introduction at an informal sit down without having to read it, having somebody write it write it for him. It's a cheat sheet. That's what we said. Uh, yeah, know. but use a cheat sheet for an algebra test. Don't you, yes, huh? right. Where don't, what where God intended? Right? Yeah, amen, brother. <laughs> But don't we're just get, kidding, folks. Cheating is bad. Yeah, exactly. I'm just we're just teasing. But uh, I just thought uh, uh, I guess they don't want him to mess up on on just say greeting the uh, Prime Minister of Great Britain. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm, I'm looking at this because I I I had a, it was at uh, well anyway. It's not ahead, important no, where right. I was last week, but right. I, I stayed out of the news a little bit. Tried to keep up. So yeah, this was something uh, also. Maybe this is a different from what you're talking about was president Joe Biden was spotted pocketing a cheat sheet of local officials and their photos with scripted talking points as he toured Ida damage in Louisiana. That's different. That's different. So this is twice then. Yeah, but it's multi, it's all the time. Now I don't fault him for that right there. Okay. Cause he didn't good, know. Good night. People. The guy's visiting New Orleans. He's talking to all the kind of people he yeah. doesn't know. Uh, just if he's got a, a note, if he's got a note card telling you who he's talking to right there, th- that's no big deal. But I'm talking about just be my, be like me inviting you over to my house and that my needing a card, yeah, to read. Hello, Mister Ed. Ed vid- Thank vid- you for Vidigliano. coming to my house today. <laughs> Would you like a glass of tea or a yeah. bottle of water? No. Uh, it's a Venn diagram. No, say this. Yes, say this. yes, yeah. yes. Check. Hold on. Let me check what you said. Yes or yes. no? I mean, it was that kind of thing. Oh, that that, uh, that, that is different. That's yeah. a legitimate. Yeah. That's a legitimate yeah. point. Yeah. So, yeah. all right, Steve, go ahead. Uh, I wish all the news could be as lighthearted as we were at California. Uh, Governor Newsom there has signed a law which will keep patient information confidential. For patients who are not the primary policyholder for their health insurance, what this means is kids in schools can now get abortions and gender mutilating surgeries without the parents knowing, and it goes on their parents' insurance. That that is stunning. When you brought this up, now, admittedly, this is California, right? Yep, admittedly, it it's in whacked out California, which they they kind of you know get what they deserve. Uh, or deserve what they get. Not the conservative parents because they just constantly get outvoted. But this, that's stunning. I, I don't know what I would do if my kid disappeared and had and went for some sort of uh, surgery to remove body parts without my permission, without my knowledge. The school does this. I, I'm telling you, you're going to have, you're going to have violence when that happens. I mean, it's it's one thing to go to a hospital because a kid got hit with a baseball, right? You know, and and then okay, well, we'll call the parents. Better tell the parents yeah. 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 yeah, but this is this is terrible. This is abortions and gender and reassignment surgery 
without parental knowledge, and then the parents have to pay for it. That's right. It's one of two bills they passed. The other one was uh, this uh, Clinic Face Act, where it's it's forbidding uh, pro-lifers from being anywhere within a hundred feet of a of a uh, the entrance to a, uh, an abortion. Place. Yeah, they can't do that. So. Well, this is the, the uh, folks. That's the world you get when you vote for progressives. Yeah. You know, quote unquote progressives. By the way, all you prog- all you progressives in California that are moving to these conservative states. Leave your politics behind, please. Yeah. Good luck with that. They <laughs> they bring their whacked out politics with them. Well, then that, and, that mm-hmm. and the house is actually, the house is actually now considering a bill. It's uh, called the Women's Protection Act, and it is uh, being it's it would codify Roe v. Wade. Uh, this would be put into law. What well, the, that's what they voted did. on last week. I think they passed that, it, right? They passed it. It's going to the Senate. Yeah, the, the it's Congress die. is considering it. It's not going to make it out of the Senate, thank God. Yeah. Yeah, because that's awful. That's a terrible bill. But, yeah. again, that is where the Democratic Party now is. Think about this for yep. a minute. You're in favor of abortion of unborn babies up to nine months? No restrictions? I mean, it's it's bad enough to be for abortion any time after conception because you already have a grow a growing human being, right? But they're they're saying they're for abortion. The Democrats are for abortion, even when you get to be near birth. birth. Yeah, well, most of them are in fa- were in favor of. Uh, what was the uh, partial birth abortion? Mm-hmm. Remember that? That was under the Obama administration. Look, you know, it's one thing for us to kind of poke fun at President Biden when he forgets the name of the prime minister from the UK. I mean, that's that that kind of thing is we poke a little fun at right. it. And but this is pure out evil. This kind of these kind of policies. I know that first one, California was yeah. a state. <clears throat> that's a state thing. But yeah. I, I don't I don't doubt that the Biden administration is full-on in support of these kinds listen of things. To, I want you to listen to Nancy Pelosi talk about this codifying Roe v. Wade, and you'll get kind of the spirit of how they think about these things. Let's hear cut five. In some ways, this is a great day for the women and indeed all of the families of America. In another way, it's sad that it is so necessary because of actions of that Supreme Court supporting legislation that is shameful in every way to our country and what we are about. But many of us have waited a long time to be able to pass Roe v. Wade into the law of the land as it is has guaranteed the constitutional right of women to choose. But now it, it will be the law of the land codified. It's, How old is she? She's in her 80s. She sounded 100. I know. I, it's been a while since I've heard her voice. That She's... She sounds like she has she aged to... significantly over the last couple, you know, two, three years. Anyway, I, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to be. She's 81. It was just kind of shocking to me to hear her sound like that. Yeah. But, um, well, first of all, there is, you know, just, just a quick header here. Uh, there is no, there is no right in the Constitution to have an abortion. Everybody knows the Supreme Court made that up out of whole cloth, and so for her to say the constitutional right to choose, it's just not in there. It's interesting it, to see. I uh, know it would be hard, but it's another way if they did pass this as law, and it won't make it through the Senate, as Tim was suggesting. But if it were to, and someone bring a, a lawsuit against it saying this is unconstitutional because abortion is nowhere 
in the Constitution, and it isn't. And uh, so th- if it made it to the Supreme Court uh, based on that, would the Supreme Court rule that it's constitutional? No, no. I, I, <clears throat> Congress can pass laws. Excuse me. Congress can pass a law doing that. Now, whether a state has the right to challenge that in court and say, you don't have the right to tell our state. In other words, if there was no Roe v. Wade, a state mm-hmm. could challenge it. Right. But uh, uh, I, I'm hoping, and, and perhaps we need to, pray about this that, this, that the Senate will not pass this. Biden will sign it. He'd sign any kind of piece of insanity yeah. that comes from the House under the tutelage of Lord Voldemort. <laughs> that probably was... I thought, maybe that was a I thought beyond they, the pale. But Star Wars. <laughs> what, what Lord... Vader? Talking about Darth Lord, Vader? Yeah, I was talking about Darth Vader. Vader. Isn't Voldemort? Voldemort's yeah, no, Voldemort's the one from... Harry uh, Potter. What's that? Uh, yeah, Harry Potter. Uh, I've never read any of the books, but I know I know Voldemort. You've seen all the movies. Is a villain. No, I've never seen. uh, Voldemort is uh, is is the big villain, right? Like Darth Vader in Star Wars. So go, Steve. All right. uh, In sports news, uh, our uh, on the U.S. I'm sorry, not the U.S. The ATP, the the tennis pro tennis tour. French tennis star Jeremy Chardy, who was ranked, he's former number 25 in the world, decided he wanted to do the right thing and get a COVID vaccine. He did, and it has caused him so much pain, he, he can't practice, he can't play. He's put his career on hold because of the reaction to this vaccine. Uh, he, he just, he's out. What, what, are the, what are the physical symptoms he's been suffering? It's uh, pain uh, just in, all over his body. Movement-limiting pain for an extended period is what he's saying. And how long ago did this uh, Chardonnay fella uh, <laughs> he is get, French. The, get the uh, vaccine? Chardy got, Chardy, the, Chardy got the vaccine. Um, it was only uh, a, a couple of weeks before the pain set in. Wow. Yeah. He's a professional tennis player? He is. You, you, what was the first part of that? He's ranked in the top 100? Yes, he is. He's, he was formerly 25. I think he's down to somewhere in the 70s now, but still the top 100 in the world. Well, this is why the pharmaceutical companies can't be sued uh, for 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 side effects related, mm-hmm. right. and sometimes even death related to the shots, uh, which is much under discussed and under publicized, in my view. That is the uh, you know the when people have uh, what, what am I looking for? The word I'm looking I mean, for symptoms, symptoms or, or yeah. side effects, side effects. Side effects from taking the uh, shots, the COVID shots, and because if you start talking about the negative side effects, not maybe as opposed to positive side effects <laughs> uh, that you have, then it is a deterrent for people otherwise getting the shots or getting the quote vaccines. So it's really dishonest quite frankly if, if you to me you can promote the vaccines if that's what you believe in while still acknowledging the fact that yeah some people may die or some people may be injured or some people like this professional tennis player may suffer a lot of pain uh, because their body reacts negatively to the to the vaccine but this does explain why for example a company a pharmaceutical company is immune from lawsuits right. if their product causes bad things, which would otherwise be, be uh, a, a proper legal avenue for somebody to take. Uh, and they do all the time, as I mentioned before. We all see the commercials on TV every night, yeah, right? right? 
you watch TV at all, you see commercials where they say, if you, you use know, this product, if you use this product between the years of 2010 and 2012, you might have a right to uh, be a part of a multi-million dollar lawsuit. So please call the law firm of so and so, so and so, so and so, so and so. Right. So and now the the, the that, thing that, that was now. different here is that the federal government, under then President Trump ask these pharmaceutical companies to rush through operation warp speed operation warp speed so the guarantee was and i think the federal government set up some sort of a fund to pay out but that that they said we will protect you from legal yeah. ramifications yeah if which if, i understand as i mentioned before here uh if i'm a lawyer for pfizer for example i tell them we're not rushing anything out right. unless you can get us exempt from yeah. being sued over it right right, right. Sure. Uh, you know, so, uh, the best intentions of these companies would have been, okay, Mr. President, then Trump, we will work as hard as we can to get a vaccine out to stop people from getting sick or dying from COVID. However, because we're going to bypass our normal standards and procedures and protocols, as did the FDA and, right. the, and the CDC, uh, in, in the name of saving lives, because because of uh, and, time, and at the direction of the time, president, yes, time is of the essence. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I don't blame the pharmaceutical no. companies no. for demanding and, and wanting the uh, the uh, protections. Well, then let me ask just, and this is probably an Abe question, so I'll just throw it out there. Maybe we'll get around to asking Abe. But so I understand what you're saying about the pharmaceutical companies, but what about some of these big corporations or school districts or what have you? who say you can't work here unless you get the vaccine, you get the vaccine and then you have these kinds Sue their of britches side off. effects. Yeah. So Sue their britches off. So then maybe they become liable yeah. for forcing people under penalty of losing their job to get a vaccine no, that think, causes them side effects. I think that's a very much a real possibility. I think that is going to happen. And yeah. I, think there, I think there are a lot of corporations right now who are having to think legally about uh, okay, we're going to force our our our. Uh, now there is an alternative that uh, that may get them away from this, and that is the testing. Yeah. Uh, I, I I the idea of forced vaccinations is immoral on something on something that's not lethal. Uh, it, it, no, people die of COVID. Right. Every day, we all know people who've died of COVID, so I don't mean to suggest that doesn't happen. That's That would be ridiculous. What I'm saying is uh, 99 point whatever percentage yeah. of people survive COVID. Right. Okay. So you have to factor that in when you're talking about everybody has to make a judgment on risk-reward, right? Right. So risk-reward. So uh, why do I want to be forced to take a, quote, vaccine that's only moderately effective against this Delta variant? If it's not going, uh, if I'm going to risk the unknown, that is, right. what is this vaccine going to do to my body? So, but, but back to your point, I think a, a lawyer for a company would say, uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. CEO, I do not recommend we force p shots into people right. on experimental drugs, uh, because if they go bad, they might sue us and we'll be, and we'll be having to pay millions of dollars. Especially since, like you said, there are less invest invasive options you get tested yes, yes. or, uh, you know, for COVID or you get tested for antibodies. If you've got the yeah. antibodies and you've had it, you don't have to get the vaccine. Yes, because that is your vaccine. Come is on, your people. Vaccine. Yeah, I know. That was me. I, 
Huh? Everybody uh, knows this. Simple to me. That was me. I took the vaccine. I took the antibody test. I, I shared this last week when you guys were gone, but a normal reading without uh, before vaccines or before COVID, just left over from other uh, COVID-type viruses that your body's had to fight off in the past. It's I don't know what the unit is, but it's 0. 0.08 of whatever units, uh, however they measure immunity. And I, after... Um, having taken the vaccine, having had COVID last December, nine, nine months ago, is, is 130. Oh, I'm way goodness. off the chart. Yeah. So that's, I, I don't know what the multiple, you have to 1,400, I think. 1,400 times. times. Yeah. That's, now that's, that's someone, not, I don't know what it is. I've been trying to figure out what it is if you just get the vaccine. You but I, Right. If somebody could find a way to have like a, a trade center for antibodies, you know, like a, uh, a swap. You know so what I'm saying? Swap shop. A swap shop for antibodies. They can make it. <laughs> they can. They can make a, a lot of money. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I miss. In other words, I, I'll sell. Uh, I got. Antibodies. I got 150 antibodies. I'll sell. I'll sell you 25. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? My blood like, may be like worth Bitcoin. Yes, it'd be like trade it on the black market. <laughs> I mis I misstated my numbers. I have three hundred and seventeen, not one hundred and thirty. Oh my Steve, goodness! You got there. antibodies to I give? Know. Maybe you're the one who needs to set yes. up the swap shop. Steve, <laughs> you start. I'll send you a small Highs bitter. vial. Highs bitter. Yeah. 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 All right. So they, you got you got three hundred. What you're going to show us? Uh, they took blood. I got wow, a bruise. Wow, with show. what? What's a with the hammer? bruise? I know, right? What did they, they take it with? The needle, but that's the only place you could find a vein. All right. Uh, wow. I know it. I hate that when they can't find the vein. You know what I'm saying? I know. And then they have to poke around there. I'm sorry, sir. Yeah, this is going to hurt you a whole yeah, lot more well, than it's going to hurt me. The, and then they have to find the second one and uh, squeeze the – anyway. All right. Um, the, you've Everybody, when they lose a loved one, is uh -huh. sorry. They want to be – wish they had had more time with that loved one. Well, now kind most of – Most of the time. Most of the time. They can kind of. In Denver, there is a business now that is – Deciding that instead of cremating bodies or burying them, they're going to compost grandpa. What? They're going to compost. They put him in a, le a lined box with wood chips and other things and, and let him sit there for so many days, and he turns into fertilizer soil that they can use in their garden. I thought you had something upbeat. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> well, now, what was that word I don't you want used? To be buried compost. in the backyard. I'm uh, I'm 58. I don't know what the word compost. compost? A compost pile where you throw your banana peels and oh, a garbage pile. Well, <laughs> kind of, but there's well, yeah. it's it's meant to uh, break down and create. Fertilizer. And there's a way that it turns into soil if you add other ingredients. Yeah, I don't I don't do a lot of yard work. <laughs> no, you don't. I bet your wife. I bet Allison knows what a compost pile is. Oh, she does. They put this uh, little <laughs> casket thing on wheels, and you have to kind of. Roll it around so that it gets the oxygen, so it can get oxygenated. Yeah. I kid you. You got, any, you got any more detail on that? That's like I got all kinds of detail on this movie. Man. I know, right? Soylent green, anybody? Yes, that's what I'm kind of thinking. <laughs> mm, the grass always goes greener over the septic tank. Yeah, <laughs> isn't right. that the old uh, saying? So, where, so compost. Where is this? Uh, Denver. Denver. No, yeah, no kidding. Denver. <laughs> Didn't they uh, legalize pot not too long ago? Yes, well, they this did. Is what yeah. happens, folks? That's right. That's what happens. All right. Somebody's sitting around smoking dope and thinking, what can we do with Grandpa? <laughs> they passed the Doritos. Hey, uh, uh, <laughs> Sorry, folks. That, that was, I didn't need that image. <laughs> uh, Steve, yeah. I guess I'll thank you. Steve usually oh, has you. something humorous to end the yeah, program. Yeah, Steve. Not nightmare-inducing. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> All right, my thanks to Steve, Ed, Fred.
Brent for running the controls. Thank you for listening to our program today. We encourage you to keep listening to AFR, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Thank you.